You are locked in to Locked On Badgers on a Wednesday afternoon in Madison, Wisconsin, where on April 21st, it was snowing when I woke up. And ridiculous. It was it was not okay. My name is Asher Lowe, joined by Ben Kenny. We are both right now in Madison. We are the team over at Badgers Wire. I'm a play-by-play broadcaster for Badger Sports. We both write about Wisconsin basketball and football. But most importantly, of course, we are your hosts right here on the Locked on Badgers podcast, bringing you the insider student perspective filled with stats, special guests, and all things Wisconsin sports. Listen and follow for free on Apple, Google, Spotify. Wherever you get your podcasts, you can play Locked on Badgers. I know they did, they did a new, um, I don't know if Ben, if you saw this, but they did a new Apple update on the podcast area, and it's, it's kind of strange. There were some weird things about it, so hopefully Apple gets that figured out. You should still be able to listen fine on Apple right now, but that was a Apple-wide update to their podcast section. Ben, how are we doing today on a Wednesday? Happy Wednesday. I, I woke up, and it was sunny. I walked around. It was a little chilly, but I drove to get my first vaccine shot, and I get in the car to drive home, and it just starts snowing. There's nothing like it. I Never mean, leave that's it. one way there's to say it. Like yeah. it. There's nothing like it. That's one way to put there's it. There's nothing like it. I don't know. I like, I, uh, I kind of think it's, well, it's unique, but I kind of think it's like beautiful how you could just like be hanging out outside one day, 70 degrees, you know, and then the next day it's, it's dumping snow. So we're starting with the Wisconsin sports team that everybody should be and is talking about right now. Wisconsin women's volleyball, Wisconsin volleyball in general, because we don't have men's volleyball outside of club. Wisconsin volleyball is on fire. They're the best team in the country. They just pulled off a ridiculous five-set win over Florida that we covered on yesterday's show. And Dana Retke joined unbelievably elite company today, Ben, when women's volleyball announced their first team All-Americans Retke, and this is through AVCA, which is like their the, the volleyball kind of organization that decides these awards and all that. The AVCA made Dana Retke the sixth player ever in the history of the sport to be named a four-time first-team All-American. So every single year, she was a Badger. She was a first-team All-American. Ridiculous stuff from one of the best players in Wisconsin sports history, a Hall of Famer for sure. One of the greatest, absolutely one of the greatest. But it wasn't just Dana Retke today getting her flowers, her well-deserved flowers. Sydney Hilly, a first-team All-American, arguably the best setter in the country. I think she absolutely is. Molly Haggerty, six Badgers in total on All-American teams in general. Devin Robinson, a true freshman on that third team. So Wisconsin Wait, is this in the awards. What's up? Wait, is, is this entire team just all of Wisconsin? What do you mean? Like is the whole first team. Yeah, no, 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 not, no, no, that wasn't all the first team. Sorry, that wasn't all the first team. Uh, that was through the first, that was through the, the three All-America teams, not just the first team. Mm-hmm. Devin Robinson, that'd be hilarious. Yeah, no, if six players were on the first team, I don't even know <laughs> if that's possible, but yeah. Uh, Devin Robinson, true freshman on the third team, had a great, great year. It was a top 20 recruit coming in, but has been awesome on the outside, killing balls off for Wisconsin. And Ben, I, I'm excited for Thursday. I think that, we're going to get more people watching a Wisconsin volleyball game than we've had since 2019. Part of the reason is the games on ESPN, 8:30 central start on Thursday night on ESPN as it should be. And I really feel like this city's going to, going to be a little, a little lively for Thursday night's game. And I think that for the national championship as well, if Wisconsin gets there and beats Texas, th- there'll be some excitement in the air in Madison. Yeah. I mean, 
a th- first of all, the fact that it's on TV, a Thursday is going to be a Thursday, but the fact that it's on ESPN and not relegated to ESPN three, where you can't even watch it. That's big. I'm going to be watching a narrative that people aren't talking about here. Now they're playing the Texas Longhorns who are undoubtedly not back. The narrative that not many people are talking about here is how many years has it been since 1939? Let me look that up. Like 80 something. It has been 82 years off the top of my, uh, seven, 72 years, 82 years, 82 years, 82 years. First guess was right. 82 years off the top of my head since 1939. I did not, did not take a math class in college. Oh, by the <laughs> way. I, yeah, I took too many. It's, it's, one. it's been 82 years since Texas and Wisconsin last played football. Now, some may say that Texas has been ducking Wisconsin since then because, you know, they don't want the work because they're not back. Who are these some? Is that you? Anybody else? Say that? Some. I, I, you never know these days. You know, some, some, some may say that Texas has been ducking Wisconsin for the greater part of the 1900s, but now we get a chance to have it all come and, and be decided on Thursday. And that's the beauty of a tournament. There's no ducking. That's why I love the NCAA tournament. That's why I love the volleyball tournament. That's why I love March Madness. That's why I love a system, Ben, that actually produces a true winner without much oh. politics and hypocrisy and ridiculousness involved. It's always nice to have a tournament with a bunch of teams all having the chance to survive and advance. Speaking of football, didn't you just call it a sack? What's up? Didn't you argue? Didn't you argue like a week ago that the NCAA tournament doesn't produce the best team as the winner? Oh, it doesn't Basketball, at all. That is That's not what I said. I, I didn't say it was the uh, best team. It just it just gives everyone a chance. There's no argument that the NCAA tournament does produce the best team. There's no, I mean, there's no possible way you can argue that. It, it just, yeah, unlike no way. yeah, unlike some other unlike some other major sports where the best team tends to win. Yeah, the, and the best team. Don't get me wrong. The best team can win the NCAA tournament. I even think, and this is hard for me to say, I think the best team did win the NCAA tournament this year. It's hard for me to say, but I think they did. And those are the best two teams easily, which is very rare to get the best two teams like that going up against each other in the final game. And I think that for Wisconsin, they pulled an upset off in 2019, then off over number one Baylor, who were just a juggernaut that year, Diana Presley, they were insane. And then just kind of, you know, when you pull off that big upset, Ben, over the number one seed, you that let down the next game. And that was what happened against Stanford. They really weren't ready to play that game. I mean, they, they kind of got blitzed from the very beginning. And I think you'll see a very different story in this Final Four go-around for Kelly Sheffield. We'll get to some Camp Randall thoughts. Uh, we'll explain, I'll explain more, but it's going to be fun. Yeah, Ben, what's up? Wait, no, I have one, one more thing on volleyball. You really saw after they beat Florida in that fifth set, there was a big sense of like, like you saw all the players on the court. I don't want to call it relief, but there was a big sense of um, like, there was definitely, a, there was a lot of tension. I'll say that where like, they knew after the 2019 run didn't finish in a national championship. They knew how important that set was. Like you could see it in all their expressions afterwards. They weren't celebrating as if they had just won everything, but, but you could see how much that set and like continuing to advance means especially like with what this year's been for, for the team and everybody. And the core was there in 2019. The same core is here now in 2021 with Retke, with Haley, with Haggerty. All these players were part of that team that went to the national championship game. So we'll get to some Camp Randall thoughts, hot takes in just a sec. It's going to get a little wild. But first, a quick message from betonline.ag. And Ben, 
I think you should tell the world what you told me last night about how you're using betonline.ag <laughs> and your strategy, your strategy for becoming a true Wisconsin sports personality. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get acclimated to the, to the pro market here. I'm already in the college market. My fandom in that market is clear. It's easy. I'm trying to get acclimated to the pro market because where I come from, Philadelphia, I follow one set of teams and really nobody else in terms of fandom and in terms of who I like. But thanks to Bet Online AG and, and being able to legally wager on certain games, I am putting $10, only $10, on every single Wisconsin sports team or sports game that I'm going to watch. And I'm going to use that to cultivate my fandom, you know, and, and, call my, and move towards calling myself a Wisconsin sports fan. You know, because through that, when you have like, you know, a little bit of money on the line, eight to ten dollars, like the, the, the juice is there and then the connection will grow. So that's that's what I'll be doing. Shout out Bet Online AG, though. Bet Online is your fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action, including your Brewers or your Bucks or your Packers or your Badgers. The NBA nearing the playoffs, Bucks Sixers this weekend. I, I think I'm going to be at that game. That game, I will not be wagering on the Bucks. Let's go out there and say it. But Bet Online even covers your awards, your television shows, your reality TV, The Bachelor. Real time, they give you real time updated odds and props on anything you can imagine. Find anything on the site. It even has you covered for the news, the scores, and the odds. It's the best place to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% Welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Betonline.ag, the place to go. The locked on NFL mock draft is underway. You can find that every year podcast. Locked on NFL mock draft is a fantastic way to get a real live mock. It's not just reading an article, right? It's literally the hosts from around the network come together and actually make the picks as if it were the NFL draft. It's an awesome thing that we do every single April at this network. And you should check it out wherever you get your podcast. The Locked On NFL Mock Draft is here. Ben, let's talk a little Camp Randall. We had an idea for this segment. I don't know if we had a full-fledged, exactly what we're, we're going to lay out thing going here. But the general idea was surrounding Camp Randall traditions and what we like and what we don't like. And this gets, I feel like this gets pretty personal, no matter who you talk to, uh, because everyone kind of has the thing they love or love to hate on about a Wisconsin game day experience. And it's mostly love. Let's be real. Most of it is fantastic. But I think you get some pretty serious, passionate opinions here when we talk about this subject of, of game day traditions for people. Yeah. So the, I, this idea kind of got sparked because I was on Twitter today and there are a lot of accounts that just like rank things for no reason. Actually, it might've been on TikTok, whatever. So, so I was scrolling TikTok and they're ranking the worst college football traditions, like in stadium. Number one was the turnover chain, obviously, because the turnover chain is stupid and it sucks and it's a joke, but at like number eight or nine of the worst traditions was jump around. And I found that ranking stupid now, I spend too much time getting pissed off at how things are ranked on TikTok, whatever. But I kind of sparked this, this thought in my head because I was watching the Phillies the other day. 
and they go around the stadium and they, they were getting killed. It was late in the game and everybody's doing the wave. Now, I think you can see where I'm going with this. I wanted to talk about the worst Camp Randall tradition because there are a lot of great ones. You think Buttercup is the best? I don't it's disagree. By far the best. I, far I the don't best. disagree. Jump Around is undoubtedly amazing. I personally like the, the little race before Jump Around more. But the worst tradition by far, and, and I could get slack for saying this. I know this. Where you're going. I know where you're going with this, yeah. The wave. Yeah, it's a wild wave. So I've never seen a wave like this. Oh, it is so unbelievably stupid. First of all, you do waves at sporting events because you're bored and there's nothing else to do. And even then, it's dumb. I don't know why you do it. Like either you're bored and you leave or you stay and you watch the game. I, the wave in general, I don't, I don't agree with the idea. It's for baseball. But to have, it's for baseball. It's for baseball, but even so, like, I don't like getting out of my seat when I don't need to, especially at a baseball game. And then you're at Camp Randall during a football game when there's action on the field and people are more concerned with where the wave is or, or how, you, you know, they do the little things with the, yeah, like goes the slow ways, and the fast, fast and the slow. Yeah, that whole, that, whole, that whole thing. Yeah. People get more concerned with, with how the wave is going to look the next time it comes around than what's happening on the field. Well, there are many grudges people have with how much the students care. I, I've seen that, and this kind of sounds like one of those. I, I've seen that as a huge issue as Ben reacts live with hands on his face. I don't know what happened to the Phillies game, but I'm sure something did. Been a lot of lot yeah, of we're not. Phillies reactions uh, <laughs> these last couple of weeks. The Dodgers don't play day games usually, so I can't live react during Badger a lot of Badger episodes. But my favorite tradition is Buttercup. Ben, here's why: there are a couple of reasons why Buttercup is way better than Jump Around, which isn't overrated. It's just, I mean, I mean, I guess it's overrated in the sense of like, it's the one of the most famous things ever. So like, it has to kind of be a little overrated, I guess. Can't really live up to the hype. I don't know. I think it does live up to the hype though. Well, it's, 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 it's like cliche. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it is, pretty it is. cliche. It, it is. But it's and great. they play it at other stadiums when we lose. Like it happens. It's just like the, the thing we're known for. It, it is cliche at this point. Buttercup is the best for a couple of reasons. Number one, with jump around, there's all this buildup to the in between third and fourth quarter. You know exactly when it's coming. Like there's all this buildup. There's the section race, as you said. You're just like waiting for so long to do it, and then on top of all that, when it's done, and here's another of us getting mad at the students moment. Like 75 percent of the student section leaves. Maybe maybe more. Yep. If, if the game's really more, over. maybe more. Could be 90. Listen, more and my first game day, Ben, Utah State 2017, Wisconsin yes, 45 to 10. I don't know what the score was. Did I leave to jump around as a true freshman? Absolutely, I did. I got out of there as fast as I could. <laughs> I thought around. you were going to say you didn't. <laughs> 100% I left. So I can't really sit here and say, oh, the, the students are so lame for doing that. Like, I get I get where they're coming from. They want to we want to go party. You know, it was 2017. I was a freshman and I. First weekend at Wisconsin, it was a Friday night too, which was kind of weird because you didn't want it. No, you didn't want to go party. You wanted to, to go home the, and watch. No, I was trying you to, wanted to go home and watch oh, the my. goddamn Pac 12. Here we go. I, th- I know. I think, you know what I think that week was too? I think UCLA had the greatest comeback I've ever seen in college football that week. Oh, the AM game. Yes. That was, that might have yeah. been that night. It was. So maybe yeah, exactly. I did, maybe I did you go home wanted, and watch that game. 
I might have. It's jump around. Shout out Celery. Asher doesn't like jump around because it keeps him at the stadium long well, enough so he misses the first quarter of the UCLA game. That, well, that, that's fake news. But I did leave <laughs> early quite a few times as a freshman to jump around. But my point going back to Buttercup was this. You don't know when it's coming, which is so hype. Like they just yeah, drop the song and you have no idea when it's going to happen. I remember it, it usually happens around the second quarter, I feel like. But I've seen it happen in the fourth. I've seen it happen in the first. Like it happens at all times, at a random time. And it just happens and everyone just starts going nuts. Plus it's a great song. And, and like the, the acapella part is just, it just chills. It really is. Yeah. It is funny though. How, when you think about it, how few people really know the words. That is true. I, I would pride myself as someone that absolutely knows the words. Every word of that song. Well, I showed you right now that I do No, I will not. Could. But we'll get back to traditions in just a sec. I want to give you a quick update from Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar in the game. I literally, Ben, ordered my box yesterday to get it replenished because they haven't sent us, you know, the, the free cheese in a while. So I decided, all right, I'll, I'll just I'll just order my variety box. And I use that code LOCKEDON15, 15% off at checkout for a bar that's 140, 150 calories, uh, depending on the bar you get. It has loaded, loaded protein, 18 to 20 grams of protein, the perfect post-workout snack that tastes like candy. And I believe it was coconut almond brownie that, that won the entire thing or coconut brownie chunk, I want to say, won the entire thing in the Bill Bar March Madness. I did throw that in there. It's available for a limited time. I did throw that in my variety box. So I definitely recommend trying that out, the winner of the March Madness Bill Bar Challenge. But use that code LOCKEDON15. Make sure you get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com for the best tasting protein bar you will ever have. I 100% promise. I literally just ordered my box yesterday. Can't wait for them to arrive. Back to some Camp Randall humor, I guess is, is all, all this is, just Camp Randall humor. Yeah, well, I, Camp- I watched a couple of UCLA games in my day. Maybe I did. Yeah, I would call it Camp Randall truth. Here's what okay. I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. After this episode drops, I'm going to get a Twitter poll at Ben Z. Kenny. I'll retweet it at Locked on Badgers. I want to know what people think is the worst of the three traditions of the wave and jump around and buttercup. Oh, I think wave will be three out of three. There's no doubt that'll be the worst in those rankings. No, doubt. I don't know. Some people are very passionate waivers. No, there's no way. What, oh, what about, what about shout? Yeah. Uh, it's all like, right. Would you call that? It's, it's you a call C, that a camp Randall C plus. It's okay. That's yeah, fine. No, it's not a camp Randall tradition. Yeah, that is true. Here's the other thing. People, people underestimate and jump around how challenging it is to really like, like jump and land on the bench at the same time. Oh, you can get hurt easily. It's impossible. Doing that. You can get hurt easily. I also have bad knees and I'm already standing for so long. So when that happens, it like, how do you have bad knees? I have, I said this on this podcast yet. I, I broke my I broke my kneecap freshman year oh playing, guess what? Intramural oh. softball. Oh, my. At Goodman? Where do they let you play intramural softball? No, at the fields. Oh, at yeah, the, where the down- soccer is, too, like near the natatorium. Which, by the way. Rip. I, it's gone. I didn't know. They, yeah, they crushed the gnat. So if you worked out at the gnat back in the day or recently when you went to Wisconsin – if you're an alum, that the gym by Lakeshore, it is literally just a pile of dust now. 
which which was, yeah. I was really sad to see. They're redoing it though, just like they redid the gym right by Seller and Witty that is now the Nick and is really nice. Even though I can't go in because of COVID, they don't let uh, re- usually they let recent alums into the gyms with no questions asked, but not because of or because of COVID that is not happening anymore. But it's gorgeous, so they're redoing that. Um, last last thought on Camp Randall before we dip out here. I got I got one more one more Camp Randall thought. So, and I've said this before on this show, but the amount of people that get angry at the students for not being on time when they don't realize how it works to get into the stadium as a student or how far get there 30 minutes before game time, which students aren't doing, we're getting there like on time. Like right around kick, like right five minutes before kick, 10 minutes after kick, they get there right around kick time, and you don't just walk right in. It's like, it's a whole, there's like three lines you have to wait in just to get ushered to your seat, which you don't just get to go to your seat. They like usher you in one by one uh, in in a row to fill in the rows. Like it's, it's a nightmare. There's a lot of stuff to factor in there too, because some of the kickoffs are at 11 AM, which, you know, are challenging for some. And then you got to walk like the stadium isn't close to where a lot of people live. But yeah, no, I like, I understand people getting mad at it, but it's just different than everything else. Exactly. Exactly. There's not, there's, there's just no way to be on time. If you are right around on time, like you have to be really early before people actually start getting there. Otherwise you, you just have no chance. And you know, Ben, I miss going to games, the student section. I think that might be on my bucket list for next season to go to a game in the student section. Again, this might be a, a cold take that, people don't enjoy but i like sitting not in the student section more than i do in the student section i think most listeners would would agree with you yeah As i'm a big our, i mean our, our listeners are very big wisconsin football fans usually i think they would agree with you well also ideal like situation you're sitting 50 yard line you can really see the whole field and the whole game i have a problem with with like the fact the student section is where it is and it's just like i don't like standing for that long it's not yeah, easy. The standing, the standing gets to me um, for sure. But halftime, you sit down, you chill out. If you've, if you've pregame the right way, you shouldn't feel it too much when you're standing. Uh, so there are, you know, you know, there are, there are ways to get around it. There are ways to get around it. It's not like being in the press box though, in terms of the view. I mean, obviously like, like yeah. the press box is awesome. Also the press box shakes violently during jump around, which is pretty cool, which I had no idea was happening until I got there sophomore year. And I was like, wait, whoa. Uh, it actually like creates a little earthquake in the press box. People like hold their computers and stuff. It's wild. Ben, Wisconsin volleyball on Thursday night. Hopefully Madison will be jumping around then after a Wisconsin win sends into the national championship game. I do think Wisconsin gets it done and gets to the natty with their best team of all time. As always on Wisconsin, can't wait to watch some volleyball tomorrow night. See you guys tomorrow.